Hello, this is Agoro, host of the Agoro Show, and you are listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. So keep your ears open and your mouth shut, shut. Hey, welcome to the Steven Crypto Show presented by thestevestrout.com. I am Steve. I'm CryptoZoo. This is the first episode of 2023, episode 105. It's a new year. It's a new microphone I'm recording with, which is attached to a new laptop that I'm recording on. Upgrading. My lady lady gave me a, I'm not even going to say Santa. Santa didn't give me this. My lady gave me a nice laptop for Christmas, so... I'm very grateful, um, which is helping to make this whole podcast sound better. Hopefully, right? All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we hope so. <laughs> um, you know, it doesn't necessarily help the content. That's on us, but at least it helps the sound. You know what also helps out the sound and helps out this show? All of you that decide to become Patreon members. So if you head over to patreon.com slash steve crypto you can head over there and get a little bit of exclusive content that there's some stuff that's only available there there's some things that we will give to the patreon members first and then there's some stuff that we'll maybe you know post when we can but um we're gonna make sure that that we keep trying to add more and more content to the patreon and we uh, we have something that we just just added recently, uh, some photos in there, and they're actually open to the public right now. So we're kind of hoping that if you go in and check out the little dinosaur adventure that my family and I had recently, that you'll be enticed and you'll want to join Patreon, which is, again, patreon.com slash Steve Crypto. And we're going to have a little audio portion to go along with those photos coming up real soon where I'll just jab about that and let steve know what happened with the dinosaur adventure i'm looking forward to hearing about it myself so it was a fun time i'd i'd go again you know hopefully next time um Riker lasts a little longer than he did yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you yeah. figured he's the dinosaur guy he would last the longest but yeah well uh shoot uh that's all right. That's okay. You know, I uh I had some coffee to to keep me going. You know, I I think Riker should have had some. Maybe he would have lasted a little bit longer. But uh speaking of coffee, there's a wonderful website called buymecoffee.com. And if you go to buymecoffee.com slash Steve Crypto, you can contribute to this show and basically buy us a coffee, which your contribution goes towards many different things um it goes towards new gear for the show towards promotional tools all sorts of different things that we need to keep this train rolling so we are very thankful for people who have contributed so far and again that's buymecoffee.com slash steve crypto also if you feel like Sporting some merch for your third favorite podcast, you can head over to our Etsy page at Etsy slash shop slash Steve Crypto. Etsy slash shop slash Steve Crypto. Go over there, check out two t-shirt designs we got. There's some magnets. We have some nice coffee mugs that I'm going to keep saying or they will make your coffee taste better. You just got to believe in it. You know, it's like when Dorothy clicked her heels three times, she just had to believe in it and bam, she was home. So somebody's going to get pissed off at us. Like that's false advertising. It tastes like the same old shitty coffee. It's the same old Folgers I've been making. Yeah. Speaking of good coffee. Good coffee. Got my attention. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's that uh, Bones coffee that I've been seeing advertisements for. Yeah. Not a sponsor, but could be. They could be. And, uh, Should be. I I've been wanting to try some of that. They have like a uh, army of darkness inspired bag. You know, the label on it is what is it like uh, dark coffee of darkness or something like that. I right. 
I don't know what it is, but um, I've been seeing some ads for them and they look pretty good. They have some interesting flavors. Oh, shit. Get some. Yeah. Right out. I know how it is. I just might. Yeah. And um, the last thing that I wanted to mention is that uh, you can follow Steve and I online on all the social medias, of course. Head over to Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and follow at the Steve Strout at CryptoZoo88. And uh, we have a Facebook group. We strongly encourage you to become members of if you got anything you're working on that's pop culture friendly horror friendly throw it in there uh movie trailer got an album whatever it is throw a little sample in there so we can check it out and uh that's pretty much what that group is about is just connecting with other creative people sharing what you have been working on you know sharing a a piece of you and of course promoting the shit out of this podcast yeah <laughs> your third favorite podcast it is that is well. and since uh, i'm talking about your third favorite podcast it's about that time of year to uh start uh campaigning to get a nomination for the rondo hatton classic horror awards time flies man we were absolutely honored to be be uh nominated last year Without much campaigning this year, I'm going to campaign the shit out of it and try to get some votes and make some noise. Uh, you can nominate us. There's a bunch of categories. There's over 20, I think there's like 24, 25 categories. Yeah. In, in the Rondo Awards. And it's for classic horror and, and some modern classic sci-fi there's like best movie best book best comic books best magazine best podcast there's just a ton of stuff on there it's really fun to vote even if you don't want to nominate us um just still track it down find the uh the rondo awards website and get more details on there or if you just want to just Vote for the Stephen Crypto Show or nominate the Stephen Crypto Show. This is just the nomination period. <laughs> you got a couple of weeks to do that. Then we're going to bug the shit out of you guys to vote for us. But you can go to uh, send an email. The email address is T-A-R-A-C-O at AOL.com. Like, I don't know if I should pronounce it. Taraco, Taraco, but T-A-R-A-C-O at AOL.com. Send them an email. Tell them you would like to nominate the Stephen Crypto Show. But I do, like I said, I encourage go find the whole list of uh, categories and pick some of your favorites. It's it's a really fun thing to do. Takes a little while, or like I said, just throw up a nomination for us. We definitely appreciate it. This is like a huge honor. It was a huge honor last year, like when, when, uh, Crypto and I started this show, like when the first thing I said, it was like, I want to get nominated for a Rondo Award. And it happened. And then our second year, well, right after the first year. Yeah. Right? It, it happened. So that's cool, man. Um, So go do that. And he did say earlier, this episode 105. And we'd like to, we've been doing the last uh, couple months, hyping some friends of ours, including Fairflix which is a streaming service available on your Roku device that features a ton of indie horror films, classic horror films, horror hosted shows, including after our cinema, our friend Lee over there, they like to show us a lot of love on there and they regularly run our promos on TV. We're like on TV around freaking country. Yeah. <laughs> kind of cool. Um, yeah, it is pretty cool. I mean, we don't really have the those. Uh, we're the we're a couple face for uh, radio kind of guys, but it's yeah. so kind of cool to see our dumbasses on TV. Yeah, I mean, Exciting. if it gets some people to listen and check us out, then then uh, that's awesome, you know. So, hey, anybody that is listening, if you found us through After Hours Cinema, we thank you. Yes, for sure. Let us know. We'll send you some stickers and stuff too. That'd be cool. Yeah, we'd be glad to. Um. But yeah, Fairflix, Finding on Roku. That's probably the closest I'll ever get to being a horror host myself. Even though, even though I love them <laughs> and I support them and and the whole horror genre as a whole, which is another reason why I think 
he should nominate us in the Rondo Awards. But uh, like Crypto mentioned a couple weeks ago, you can't wear a Stephen Crypto shirt every day. He already told you about the <laughs> Stephen Crypto merch page. You can't wear that shirt every day. The way you said that reminded me of the uh, Z on Sunny when he tells the guy, like, you can't wear them jean shorts every day. He's like, you got to take them off once in a while. Uh, never you mind. can wear jean shorts with a Stephen Crypto shirt, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why not. Sure can. You can wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. I don't care. It's your shirt. You bought it, but wear it proudly. Wear it out in the world. And when people come up and say, what is Stephen Crypto show? Just be like, Damn it, that's my third favorite podcast. But yeah, before I go off fucking track too far, the Halloween Shirt Company. Go to HalloweenShirtCompany.com and find just a great variety of really cool, stylish, vintage-looking uh, horror and Halloween and spooky holiday-themed gear. And if you go there and you sign up on their email list, you get 10% off your first order. So that's cool. And you get 75 bucks. If you spend over 75 bucks, you get free shipping, which is also cool because it's easy to spend 75 bucks there. Go there, get a few t-shirts, get a fucking bag or get something, you know, just do it. And then email them and be like, hey, I just bought a bunch of stuff from you. Steven Crypto told me to come here. And they'll be like, yeah, I fucking love those guys. Those guys are, those are my third favorite podcast to advertise with, but. No, they're a cool company. Uh, we wouldn't be doing the show without companies like them, without friends like Fair Flakes and and listeners like you. And everybody used to say on Sesame Street, like, or on like PBS. Viewers like, like you. Yeah, viewers like you. Well, they're not viewing us. Lucky for them. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I got that out of the way. Told you guys to nominate us. Uh, last week, we had a segment from Stapled Spine Fanzine. Uh, go check them out, stapledspine.com. It's a cool little uh, independently produced horror fanzine out of Portland, Oregon area. Uh, actually, I put a little, I contributed a little end of the year mini article to it for their for their issue six seventeen. So go on their site, order 17, order 16, order, order all of them, read them all. They're cool. There's a lot of, they, they hype a lot of cool comic books and stuff. As you've heard on here, he's always hyping comics, horror comics. Um, go do that. Check out Staple Spine. They, uh, it's a good book. <laughs> good, good read, man. My mind just went somewhere different, like totally off the path where we're supposed to be going. But that, uh, last week, that's what we did. We had Staple Spine segment and we talked about, Halloween, no Halloween. I think we did mention Halloween once, but we talked we about holiday Halloween almost every week. <laughs> probably holiday horror movies. Yes, is what we mentioned. Um, so how's that? This week we have a young filmmaker named Matthew Mark Hunter. He is, I think he's he's early twenties, and uh, this kid has like over two hundred freaking films under his belt short films and he's about to uh get to work on his first feature which is really exciting for him he talked about it a bit we interviewed him um you probably heard me mention him prior maybe not his name but i mentioned uh this film girls make the best killers which is uh it's a uh, anthology film with a it's a it's a series of his shorts featuring females as the killers, uh, and he in uh, it's like a progression of his filmmaking. Like he starts with some of his earliest stuff that isn't as polished as it later. You can see like his growth as a filmmaker throughout this, and then he kind of ties them all together with this really cool uh, ongoing wraparound scene that brings it all together and makes it a whole film and. Uh, I, I'm actually an executive producer on the film, and I, my face pops up in the wraparound scene. So, I, of course, I want to promote it, but it's pretty good. And, and this kid is like busting his ass. He's had movies end up on the uh, the trauma streaming app. He's working on getting uh, distributed on like Tubi and stuff. And he 
just put out the DVD for the girls make the best killers. And he sent us a extra copy of it to give away to a listener. So let's listen to his interview. And then when we come back, we'll tell you how we want to go about giving this DVD away and give you this week's trivia and get the fuck out of here. Hey, this is Butch Patrick and you're listening to the Steven crypto show. Check out these shows available now on Fearflix. And welcome to another collection of frightfully good films from Fearflix Gothic Horrors. With me, your host, Malvolia, the Queen of Screams. Hey, I'm Pamela Such. You know me from all the wave movies. And here we are, we're going to play Curse of the Swamp Creature 2. Hello guys, I'm Rachel Waits. And I'm Elise Costin. Welcome to Silent Screams. I'm Pamela Such. I'm Monica Hayes. Thank you for tuning in to 70s Grind Out on Fearflix. y'all, I'm Sherry Davis, your host for this wild and untamed collection of horror films from Fearflix. We wrangled up a selection of Texas horrors for this one. Welcome to Lone Star Horrors. These shows, movies, and much more available now on Fearflix. Download it on your Roku channel store today. Hey, this is Tim. This is Ainsley. And this is Rebecca. And we're the co-hosts of the One Dark Fright podcast, where we talk in-depth about a horror movie every month from start to finish. Right now, you're listening to Steve in CryptoZoo and the awesome Steve in Crypto Show. When you're done listening to this episode, come check out the One Dark Fright podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and anywhere you fulfill your podcast needs. But now, let's get back to Steve in Crypto. Hey, we are on the Steve and Crypto Show. I am chatting with a young filmmaker who has, on his IMDb page, there's over 250 credits listed on there, which is, like, prolific. Crazy. I don't know how this this young dude finds the time in his life to to do all this. Um, But his name is Matthew Mark Hunter. He is, I believe he's from Ohio. Yes, yes, I am. Okay, uh, he's been making uh, short films, and he's preparing. They might have started. I think he's just starting production on his first feature-length film very soon. Um, let's just jump right in. Meet Matthew Mark Hunter. He runs MMH Productions. What's up, man? How you doing? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. So let's run through the background, how you got started, and all that important stuff. Okay. Um, my name is Matthew Mark Hunter, Remage Productions, and over 200 films since 2017, really. Um, I made my first film back in seventh grade with my mom's camcorder, and it was like a Puppet Master fan film. Uh, my English teacher had us write a script, and we got extra credit if we actually filmed something, and I was the only one in the class to film something. And then once I did that, that's probably when it first kickstarted me to wanting to do this more often um and then in freshman year of high school they had like go visit a like something like a earlier college thing during high school so you go to high school half the time and then uh learning program the other half and they had a film program yeah they have thing here like it's called like running start or something like that when they have the kids start taking courses and, and just getting a jump on things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i had Cuyahoga valley career center for two years of my junior and senior year of high school and that basically taught me almost everything I needed to know film wise. Um, then I went to college. I didn't really learn much about film, but I did graduate with the um, degree in film and I've just been nonstop making films as much as I can since 2017 and on really. And like you even got in some stuff uh, put on the, the trauma streaming app. Haven't you? Yes, yeah, so we recently we recently got 
10 of my films on the Troma Now app. Um, we're probably going to submit a few other shorts and two other of our um, like hour-long films, so somewhat of a feature, but not like full-out, hour-and-a-half, two-hours style. Um, and we have a couple of those we're going to put more out on there. Uh, we're trying to get a film on Tubi soon. And then um, it's mostly a lot of the funner, crazy comedy, goofy ones are on YouTube, too. How did you make the trauma thing happen? Did you just reach out? or? Uh, I saw someone talk about it on Facebook, and then I asked them how to reach out to get them to see it. They sent me the email of who to contact. Uh, I contacted them. I sent them all 10 films that we wanted. And the email was back saying, we like all 10 of them. We'll be happy to put them out in the Troma Now app every now and then. Right now, there's officially three or four that are, are on there. And the other ones, I'm still waiting to know when month they'll come out on it. But I'm probably going to show them a few others. But yeah, they just text me saying, yes, yeah, real good. We'll probably take all 10 of your films. I'm like, all right, sweet. And that just went on from there. Now, in a situation like that, do you do, do the rights to the film become theirs, or can you put it on other platforms at the same time? They didn't really say much about that. Like even after they have the, some of the films, I still sell them myself on DVD and things. Like when right. I go to conventions and stuff, I still have the DVDs myself. Uh, one of them on Tromano is also on YouTube, free to watch. Also, and other places have like shown it, so it's still like able to see it for free um it was mostly i try to do it just to get more exposure out there it's the most important thing for me i'd rather have more people see the, my films than anything else since you mentioned it which which film is the one that is on trauma and youtube um i believe one of the shorts is on both but the main film that's a feature is danny hall the killer crab elf that's on youtube and trauma now okay and uh you mentioned you wanted to use the trauma platform to get more exposure. Have you have you noticed any uptake in anything since? I haven't noticed too much of it. Uh, the only thing I really noticed is like the subscriber count, the subscribers on YouTube going up, but not like a lot. Um, I don't know how many people actually did watch the films on the trauma app. I haven't finished. I haven't even sent in my paperwork back for the um money stuff to get paid for it i just haven't done it yet still yeah. um but i haven't seen too much of a jump but hopefully soon right. it's just hopefully on the youtube the more people i get into the projects they also share it and then more people will find the stuff later on yeah and it's kind of a cool uh cool bragging thing too that like hey my shit's on trauma which is yeah <laughs> that's pretty awesome because we all most of us who love horror have uh enjoyed a trauma film or two so um by time this runs you'll have done a uh your holiday uh it's like a advent i don't remember what you're calling it but it's 24 days 24 films through the christmas season um how in the hell did you keep how do you keep track on that it's it sounds kind of tedious it's not like they're all feature films but you still got a film edit you know, make sure your sound is right and everything, and then upload it and publish it. So it's like, that's work, man. Yeah, it was the 24 films, 20 advent calendar for 24 days of December. Each day is another micro-style horror film that we upload. We actually started filming them the last weekend of November, and every now and then, like, even some days I'm pushing it where the day is supposed to come out, I film it during the day, I have to edit it in time before, like, midnight. Only once or twice we made it where it was like one in the morning of the day next, but it still came out. Um, but most of the time we shot three or four in a day. I would edit it and get them all ready in a night. And then they would just um, be timed when they came out. So I could just set it to say scheduled the premiere on this day and time. So they're all ready to go. And then like two or three of them were from past films we made over the years, like short films. And I just finally brought them out on youtube because they've only been on dvd so it's just a new way to get the older films out there too oh yeah yeah definitely good to uh recycle content like that for sure oh yeah man that's a uh, pretty tedious work uh you ever gonna do anything like this again in the future or uh well before this the only stuff i really did that was like this in the past was we made a medium length film and we did 
five short films in a two-day span. And we did that two different times. And that was like a DVD type of film. And then when COVID first happened in 2020 and 2021, I did like a lockdown seven. And I made a different film every week for seven weeks in the summer. And then that was just a way for me to say, to get people to send in voiceovers or uh, videos from home. I would piece it all together and then release it uh, one each week. But the 24 days, 24 films is probably the most on top I have to be for because I still have to film four, three more of the films and it's almost Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But definitely uh, the batch recording will uh, definitely help. Um, You mentioned how, how you had people send in, you know, voice recordings and stuff like that. I noticed that's how we connected. Uh, you rely on people sending in uh, content to use in the films, which is, uh, I feel like that would almost make your work a little harder because you're dealing with people sending different kinds of files and, and content and you got to make sure it fits in what you're doing and this and that. But on the other hand, it's probably most worth it because it's a cool way to get uh, people to, to be into what you're doing because not it, it's just cool to to for to give somebody opportunity to like, hey, you want to be in this movie, and they're gonna promote the shit out of it now because their picture went up in the film or used their voice in something. That's like I said, that's how we met. I'm gonna pop up in a couple of your things here soon. So yeah, I mean, I always seen a lot of people who like started with us as their first film. Later on, they get into other projects outside of mine. I show them like around in my area for the Cleveland area. People have started with me and then I introduce them to other people and then they go into other films. Um, so I just like helping people. And then for the sending stuff in, I always see people saying they always wanted to be in a movie or sometimes it's harder for certain people to get cast. Um, we've had different types of people, uh, people with disabilities. We actually brought them out on sets. They can record at home because they don't have a chance as most people to actually do the filming and like we had someone who has like a walkers on both their arms and we were shooting a zombie film and they wanted to be in a movie and i was able to say well we'll make you a crawling zombie in the film where you're crawling towards the actor and then we have them actually using it in the film too um so we've had a lot of people who you don't get reputation representation a lot in the films and I'll just be like, well, I'll write you a role in this. And then the people from like all over the places, I have people from Ireland and uh, France. I got some people and they just send their footage in. And it's another connections thing, a friends thing. And then mostly when they're in the film, we can they all promote it for like the virus film. We had like 100 actors sending either voiceover lines or clips of themselves and pictures. And I throw them on the film. And then they also get a free IMDb credit for acting too. They can show also. So it's just a win-win for everyone. Yeah. And it's uh sure it makes, like I said, makes for a hell of a puzzle for you to piece together, but <laughs> it, it gives you that much more, you know, you put a hundred people in the film. That's a hundred people that are going to spread the word to their people and then kind of get you out there. And there you go to IMDb credit. Like I think, I think, my actual first credit was for uh one of your for, for Judy, I think. That might have been my first actual posted credit. So is that out yet or is that Judy's coming out in Jan- in January. It's coming out next month in January. Okay. Yeah, we we are filming some extra stuff. Um we're getting everyone's stuff in the film now. And it's mostly just trying to film the stuff because I had to give another actor the Judy inflatable dial to film with. So I had to order a new one for myself um, and just filming a bunch of stuff now for it after the so Christmas you, stuff. So you had to order a new inflatable doll for yourself. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Cause I had to give it to the other actor in the film to use it. Right. Right. That must be kind of weird to, weird to say, <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's cool. I'm looking forward to seeing that. It sounds like it's going to be kind of a, a wild one. Yeah. We're going to have a, a normal cut. And then we're working on a way to either to show like the unrated cut with the more inappropriate stuff. We're I've been going back and forth on either 
making it like a Patreon type of thing to start that up. Or just on one of the combo packs DVD we always do for like a Valentine's DVD pack of like all the horror love things and include that one in it. Right. Very cool. Thanks for talking about that. What What is the uh, premise of that movie? What's this, it's going to be about? Judy is going to be... The basic rundown is um, myself am lonely, don't have a woman anymore, broke up with me. I'm like going online to try to find the perfect someone. And then our cowboy gym advertisement person who's been in a few of our past films, um, we find out is selling Judy on a website. And in the long run, Judy will later on come to life and probably kill me. But in between that, it's a lot of romantic stuff, uh, shower stuff, uh, eating dinner stuff, and all kinds of weird crap we're going to just do randomly with the doll. Yeah, I guess anything you do with the a blow up doll is probably weird, but yeah. <laughs> well, that's definitely something to look forward to. Um, right now, you've been promoting a lot online besides the the twenty four days, twenty four films thing. A uh, you just released a DVD for Girls Make the Best Killers, which is an anthology uh, of films. Uh, tell us a little about that. Uh, Girls Make the Best Killer is an anthology film. It's seventy one minutes long. I think it's it's either 61 or 71 minutes. It's 71 minutes. Um, And it's basically short films all involving either girls as the killers or girls dealing with the killers. And it's the wraparound scene we shot this year, but the shorts that were all included were from past films that we had on DVD. We stopped making them, and it's the way to bring them back out. So one of the shorts is from 2016. One of the shorts is from like 2018, 19, 2020, 2021. So it's also a way to see my growth over the years from the films we did. A lot yeah, of like them I haven't. Progression, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a lot of them I didn't re-edit also. So you'll see like the first one is like one of my first ones I ever made. And then we rapidly see the increase of horror and production value as we go along. Yeah, and the wraparound ties them all together. Yeah, the wraparound was the one we shot recently this year uh, with our Sabrina Raven and Riley Ray Chase um, at their new uh, Mr. Hyde Studios in Parma. So okay. it's a, and we have a, we had a giant cage built for the scene. So it's going to be a lot of gore. My first, uh, one of my composers didn't want to do the music for the scene. So I had to go a different route with it. Um, because we made the wraparound very extremely graphic and gory, so it's a little much for the for the original composer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do you feel about the the stuff from the the new composer? Um, it's actually a lot of stuff I found artists about who did like royalty free stuff. Okay, and it's like all copyright free royalty free stuff, so I was able to use some of that. And then um, I had someone from past films write some stuff also for it a little bit of a mixture of both but yeah it's just gonna be a fun gory film of all girls yeah definitely uh glad to be a victim in that one too this should be fun <laughs> um so it sounds like you pretty much do these on a, a little to no budget um you use a lot of like you said you use royalty for your music and a lot of contributions from your community and, and online followers and stuff um with the feature that you're working on the title escapes me it's uh nightmares unleashed is that the name okay yes nightmares um, unleashed. are you are you, were you able to find a little little budget for um or do you have a plan well we are gonna probably start at indiegogo for it at the end of january um or the beginning of february and we're trying to get $10,000, which is mostly used for um, travel expenses, locations, um, hotels, um, and food, of course. Um, pre-production stuff was around 5000 and that just came out of my own pocket so far. Um, so getting the 10000 will help me a lot on creating the film the best it can be. Um, if we don't reach it, whatever's used is going to go to like cast mostly first and some of the costumes because one of our monster costumes has been 
probably around $800 so far to make the scarecrow we have for it. Um, so getting the budget is going to be extremely helpful and having it's based on a short film from 2018 I did and I've been doing pre-production since 2019 on the project. We just got the, we got the script copyrighted for the title and the storyline. Um, we already shot a scene for it. We're going to probably shoot two more so we can show something for the Indiegogo. Yeah. Say, hey, we already have stuff shot. Um, with my background already, I want to be able to say, these are all the films I've already created, and they all have been completed. So the film is going to be completed, no matter what the budget. It's just going to be, like, we see budgets where some filmmakers get like a hundred thousand plus. Um, so we're hoping that the ten thousand and a lot of our um, props and stuff, instead of going to different companies, we have all indie-owned, family-owned businesses who made a lot of the stuff, and it's people who made the costumes by hand, just so we can keep it all more local and independent, more than just going to say, "Hey, we'll go to like." spirit halloween and get a bunch of props and stuff a lot of this stuff is made by other people just so we can get more people's names out there on the crew wise and production um and effects and stuff just so we can have a large group of people saying everyone from this is independent that does kind of go back to when it comes down to promoting it all these people are gonna be out there saying i'm a part of this thing come check it out um What's a, a little bit about what that movie is going to be about? I know it's based on your short film, but what can you share so far? Um, it's a Orientic style film where a young girl is watching horror films. And one night, uh, a jester pulls her in through the TV and she has to escape all the all her nightmares, which are the movies she's watched. So the way we're doing it is we're doing something probably totally different in the industry, which is why we had to get the film copyrighted as much as we could. So each segment's like a different style of horror. So like the first one would be like 80s aesthetic. One scene is musical horror, where we have all the music. One scene is slasher, one part sci-fi as she jumps into each film. It's going to change how it looks and how it like sounds and stuff too. Like we have a old video camera we're going to try to incorporate in it also to show different look. So when it's being edited also, some parts might be like box style more than right. the regular 16 by 9 thing. Though we're going to try to avoid that just so it looks perfect the best we can. Um, but through each film, she has to encounter a different uh, like villain creature thing. We have Cult of the Scarecrow scene with occult members and the Scarecrow in the cornfield. We have her facing witches and zombies for the second part. Uh, we have Anthony the Mad Scientist after with the eyeless corpses, which we just shot. Um, then we have a vampire masquerade, which is our musical scene. We're writing our own musical numbers for the part. Then it's going to Slasher for the Fisherman Killer. And then the final scene is at a haunted house for the end conclusion of Joseph's haunted house. That's a creative. I like the idea of... Uh... Her being pulled through to different movies and the whole each one is gonna feel like a different movie, but it's gonna be one big thing. Yeah, it's it's kind of anthology like, but it's still not because it's gonna be like the same people throughout also. Yeah. And they all come back for the wraparound and it's just a big passion because a lot of the stuff like when we did the scientist scene, I showed the crew the original and some of the lines are the same lines. They just we just I just changed them up a bit and made them longer. A lot of the none of the original cast really have come back for the remake of any way. The only one who's coming back is Joseph the Jester, which is just me again. Um, so we have a whole brand new cast of monsters and the lead actress also. Uh, we added a bunch of new stuff because the short film was only 15 minutes and this one is looking to be around like the hour and a half, hour and 45 minute range. I don't know. Not to go back too far to uh, the Girls Make the Best Killers DVD release, we'll mention before we wrap up that we do have an extra copy that we're going to give away to a listener. So we'll talk about that in a few. Um, who, were, who were some of your inspirations to be a filmmaker and some of your early experiences with horror films 
my parents started me at a very young age. I believe Freddy vs. Jason came out in 2007, and I was seven years old when I watched it. And then when you go to first grade and stuff, and you start talking about when you in first grade you knew how everyone died, what order and everything, you kind of get in trouble with the teachers uh, <laughs> when you're saying all this stuff. So The weird kid. He, yep. <laughs> that was the one I first remember actually seeing as a kid. But even before that, I was watching horror films at like three and four. Um, and then the way they would show me is show the bonus features like behind the scenes of saying, here's the actor, watch him get the makeup on. Now, you know, it's all fake type of thing. Um, and then after seeing that, you know, you know, it's all going to be fake. Right. And then watching it's less like you're always glued to like the kills and stuff. I grew up on a lot of the more 80s style, which I still watch, um, which one of my big influences is Full Moon, of course, uh, with Charles Band. And Empire Pictures, because that's my main, like, overall top production. I have all their DVDs. I have the figures, replicas, everything from them. And, of course, my first film was the Puppet Master fan film. So they've always been a huge influence in me. I do a lot of stuff with dolls. I make them move by myself. Uh, then after that, I, my uncle got me into the Killer Clown Smarter Space. He got me into Trauma. I don't know how young I was when I watched toxic and stuff like that from trauma but a little bit young for a kid um and then i love ed wood growing up i like making bad films a lot of times and like him a lot of films we i don't get location releases i haven't nightmares of course we are but like past ones like we filmed at marks before um i filmed at different stores airbnbs i film at and then we shoot it we film it i don't mention nothing we filmed at a bowling alley before and then we found out that the bowling alley actually shared the video when we uploaded it, which we were surprised they did, which was great. Um, Alfred Hitchcock, Wes Craven, but I was mostly always attracted to Full Moon and Trauma. You ever try to to uh, reach out to Charlie Band and show him that fan film? I met him at a horror convention when I was younger, when they had the road show. Um, I didn't bring it up much, but I did have a bunch of movies I wanted signed by him because he was signing for free, and I was like. I was like 13 when I met him and I was like freaking out, happy type of thing. Cause Richard band was there also. And I was like, Oh, this is, but I've been waiting for him to come back. Cause I know they also opened up a studio around Ohio too recently. Yeah. yeah he bought like property there and he's, and I know a bunch of people who've been on the projects and I'm like, man, who I need to talk to for this. Cause I'm ready to do this for, I'll, I'll go in for free, do whatever you need me to do. I just want to be part of it. And, I mean, I've just always been obsessed with it. And it was just so much fun to all the films that teach me to be a filmmaker and what I learned from now I can actually be in one of those films type of thing. Yeah, just keep at it, man. Just hit them up and just who you know, I guess. Yeah. Keep on, keep on networking and bugging those people that have been involved to point you in the right direction. And I mean, you know, yeah. you know you're on you're on top of it. Yeah, that would be cool, man. Hopefully we see you working with or for Charlie Band someday. At least, like you say, just just once to get in there and work on a project with him would be cool. Yeah. But yeah, that guy, he's uh speaking of prolific filmmakers, he's uh what's he he's done a lot. Yeah, how well, what's his number now? I know he oh. he kind of alludes to it a bit on his did you listen to his podcast? No, I haven't no, actually. I've been wanting to. I need to. It's it's good, man. He has some good uh he goes pretty much kind of just unscripted and it's just conversation with him and him and people. Like he did uh recently a Jim Wynorski one, which was fucking hilarious. It was that was a fun listen because they they both had some stories and yeah. I think I think Wynorski might be kind of a lunatic, but that's cool. You gotta be a little crazy to Oh yeah, for sure. Do that stuff. <laughs> so, where can people find your uh, what's your YouTube channel? What's your social media handles and all that stuff? Plug all that stuff. Um, our biggest thing is YouTube MMH Productions. Um, it's a picture of like me with half a clown face and a bunch of my monsters behind me because there's multiple MMH Productions on YouTube, which are nothing like mine. So look <laughs> for the one that has me on it. Um, Instagram MMH underscore productions. There's also a Nightmares Unleashed one. 
we've created. Um, MMA Productions on Facebook, Matthew Mark Hunter on Facebook to see more information and casting information. So if you want to be in a film, you can contact me on Facebook at Matthew Mark Hunter or hunter.matthew88 at gmail.com if you want to send me an email. So we have that option available. And then we're going to have the Nightmares Unleashed Indiegogo coming out at the end of January, beginning of February. I'd like everyone to check out and see because we have a lot of cool perks coming off of that one. Definitely when, when you put get that launched, we'll, we'll share it for sure. And of course, we'll put some links in the show notes for this episode when it goes out. So people could find you that way too. Um, we mentioned the uh, the DVD giveaway. Yes, you sent um, us a little package to to send to a listener. So what? Uh, I haven't made it to my post office yet. I think it might be sitting in my box. But what what, what am I going to find when I? There is a copy of Girls Make the Best Killers on DVD signed. There is an MMH wristband. There are some stickers, and there's a five by seven. Uh, poster of nightmares unleashed the teaser poster also signed um so it's just a fun little thing to have the stickers will be inside the dvd though but yeah and we'll come up with a fun way to get that in somebody's hands and uh even if you don't win you can get a hold of the dvd through yes ebay ebay you can reach out to me on um you can reach out to my email or my facebook if you want to not go through eBay and we can just go digitally through like PayPal or a cash app. But um, for like international, I would go through eBay because I've had a lot of problems in the past shipping. Right. Um, like we just had someone from Germany buy the copy and we said, let's go through eBay because they can handle all the shipping after on. About yeah, that, let them, yeah, let them insure it. Let them deal with yeah. it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I sell on eBay and it's like when you get to his, uh, Shipping is already a pain in the ass enough, and then you have to deal with foreign and stuff. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll yeah. let them do it. <laughs> I'll let them pay extra and let them sort it out with eBay. Oh, Devin, well, thank you uh, for hanging. I'm glad we finally got to get on here and chat. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing my uh, stupid face in a couple of your films here soon. <laughs> Judy, which you said is coming out in a month or so, and uh, Girls Make the Best Killers. I'm going to be, I think you said I'm going to be in a, a book of vi- victims, a collection of victims. Yeah, but if it's a photograph of all the victims she's killed, we had a bunch of people, and you'll see, we've made sure to get everyone who sent a picture and shown in the film. Oh, so you probably got a, she probably killed a lot of people then. Oh, yeah, a little close up of just the book, so we actually see everyone. Nice, nice. Um, Anything else you want to add before we, before we wrap it up here? The other channel I have on YouTube is... Wonderful world, wonderful world of fun. Matthew Nofila's wonderful world of fun. Um, it is a G-rated kid show I created. Um, nothing horror about it. It's more like lessons and learning things and like teaching kids. Uh, with we're using puppets, they're singing stuff, so it's all kid friendly. And then we have a PG one that's like more spookier. We haven't uploaded a lot of them in a while, but we have some that are like learn about crickets. And then we have more serious ones about like dealing with divorce or death of a family member. Um, it's all rated for kids. That's cool, man. I like that. Um, So since, uh, like I said, this is probably going to run right after the beginning of the year. So mm-hmm. 2022 will have just ended when people hear this. What uh, was your personal, besides anything you've done, what was your favorite film or horror film 2022? Oh, uh, oh! You can name a couple if you can't narrow it down. But see, I haven't actually seen too too many of the new ones this year. You're making 24 movies in a month. That's uh that'll kind of cut into movie watching yeah. time for sure. I know there's a lot of them I want to see. Like people keep talking about uh, Barbarian and Smile and stuff. Um, I mean, there's so many that like come. I know I seen The Barn too recently, but that's just because I was in it. Right. Um, but that's also like really of a good indie film also that came out um i know the ones i didn't like really were like spirit halloween and stuff yeah that was that was a kid's movie i you know it's kind of a kid's one i like that stuff but it was... yeah but it's just it's so like everyone does that now yeah. too for it like yeah, this yeah, like yeah. the spirit halloween idea yeah. um but i've just been watching stuff on tubi every now and then half Tubi's the time awesome. i can't 
that time I can't remember with real work and then the film stuff and everything else going on. Yeah. Yeah. I do that. I sometimes I have to make notes when I'm watching movies just because it could come up in the show or talk about it or something and watching yeah. it so much. And my memory is just sh- shit, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, have, I have a terrible memory. Like I can't remember names for the life of me. Like we'll, we'll watch stuff. Me and my fiance will watch a show or a movie or something. And she's like, that's the person from this, that, and the other thing. And I'm just like, I think that person's familiar. And like, it just, I got to see a face before I see yeah. a name. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, lots, lots of good movies. It, it's just been a good year overall for horror. Yeah. I've been hearing it's been getting up into the mainstream a little bit more than normal. So I like it. Like it's one good thing that's come out of the, uh, the, uh, virus shit. <laughs> yeah. People home watching more more horror, and a lot of it went straight to streaming and everything to make it easier to access. So, and I will say I'm glad a bit for the virus, just because it brought back the drive-in movie theaters too around here. Yeah, yeah. more than yeah. the actual theaters. Yep, yep. That kind of kept cinema going for sure. And I was really excited to see more films on the drive-in screen now. Right. So is is that a goal to get one of your pictures on the drive-in screen? That would be sweet. We had a, a trailer back in 20, like eight, 17, 2018, just a trailer of my film on there. But like getting it on the drive would be really sweet for sure. Have you submitted any, speaking of the drive have you submitted any any stuff to uh, to Joe Bob when they do the his little film festival that he does with the, the drive-in? Oh, on the film freeway? Yeah, I've submitted... Yeah. The last two years, I keep some. I submitted like five films the first time, and I submitted another five, just like the the best ones I made, but none of them gotten in so far. Right, keep trying, keep at it. Very competitive. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Everyone wants that exposure too. Mm -hmm. That's all you need is that one. It could take just a yeah, a good break like that, and it'll get you noticed. Yeah, man, Matthew Mark Hunter. You guys track him down. Befriend him on the social medias, support his stuff. You'll see, like I said, you'll see my dumb face and a couple of his things. Maybe more someday. We'll see. We'll work on that. But uh, check him out. Follow him. MMH Productions on YouTube. Uh, Get a copy of Girls Make the Best Killers. And also stay tuned because we're going to give away a copy. And it's signed by Matthew. So even better. (laughs) So that laid down the road when, when... Matthew Mark Hunter is the uh, next, uh, I almost said John Carpenter, but that's a little high to be. <laughs> He's the next, the next Lloyd Lloyd Kaufman. I'll take, yeah, I'll take that. Be Take Uncle Lloyd. That would be cool. That'd be cooler than John Carpenter rating. <laughs> Just that cult following. There you go. That's be, to be followed by the people like yourself. Oh, yeah. Would be cool. I mean, I just like being inspiration for other people, too. That's the best part when someone told me in Columbus when I went out there, like they started making films after my cousin showed them my stuff and then I got them on board for my stuff. So it's just do what makes you happy. That's cool. I mean, it would be nice to to get rich, but you know, oh, yeah, but you know, (laughs) maybe down the line, a couple of years. Yeah, just keep at it, man. We'll talk soon and we'll be in touch. And thank you for hanging out. Thank you for having me. I'm Mr. Lobo of Cinema Insomnia, and you're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. Or are you? All right, we are back. Thank you to to Matthew for hanging out and chatting. Um, yeah, I, I finally got a chance, like right after I recorded the interview with him, to watch the film. Like I mentioned in the interview, the package was in the mail, and it finally got here, and I dug it. It was cool, man. It was great watching this young dude like progress and develop as a filmmaker. And I'm really looking forward to his his feature film coming out. But this one was cool, and I was definitely hyped and uh, honored to have my face pop up as a victim. Like the the killer is showing like the dude that she's torturing a, a book, like an album of like I killed this motherfucker and this one and this one, and I'm <laughs> one of those people that she killed. So. We have a copy. Uh, Matthew signed it for you. So uh, we can win it. We're going to give it away. So basically, we'll make this easy for you. This episode, episode 105, share the shit out of it. 
get the word out about it, spread around like crazy, but be sure to tag me and crypto. Um, if you know us on Facebook, you probably know our Facebook profiles. Tag that. Tag us on Instagram and Twitter. He's CryptoZoo88. I'm the Steve Strout. Everywhere. And uh, we're going to keep track. Just make sure we can see it. Extra points if you use the hashtag Stephen Crypto Show. Um, make sure we can see it. And we're just going to choose a winner from somebody who, who shares it. And we'll send you this great indie horror film. He even sent a few little little pieces of uh how do we call them? props? Like little swag from the film, uh little mini posters for his upcoming feature, cool little little like mini Apple thing that he signed that's like when you once you watch the movie, you'll see that's a kind of a theme. Uh, a little bracelet for MMH Productions, which is his uh, production company. So do it. As soon as you hear this, share the shit out of it. Tag us. Make sure people know. And when you're done listening to it, of course, leave a review. That's extra, extra points. <laughs> you hashtag Stephen Crypto Show. Leave us a review. Make sure we know extra, extra points. That's extra entries. And... uh I'm not going to set a time frame to share it. I'll probably give it a month or so. And then we'll pick a winner out of that. So uh, trivia. How do we got that out of the way? Let's uh, let's give them some trivia. I think we got kind of a sort of relevant trivia question this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if, if you guys have had a chance to check out the Rimfield trailer, but uh, that was recently released online. Um Side note, Evil Dead Rise trailer is out as well. Looks very good. Um, but uh, yeah, so with the Renfield movie coming out, we were thinking about some trivia connected to that. So the question is, what movie from 1988 features Nicolas Cage portraying a vampire? What is the name of that film? So it's the first time that Nicolas Cage played a vampire. That's the easy one. You guys should get this. If you don't know, fucking go on IMDb and it's player <laughs> in the title of the movie. Yeah. Just name the movie. That's all you got to do. Just send a message to at the Steve Strout at CryptoZoo88. Just say episode 105 and the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, <that's it. laughs> and we will send you a sticker pack and we will also put your name in a drawing for a bigger prize down the road and then be sure to share the episode too so maybe you could win girls make the best killers it's a good one i'm gonna make sure uh crypto gets to watch it before because i think he'll probably dig it too that's why i've been kind of quiet through all of this is i have yep. not had a chance to watch it yet <laughs> yep, yep. um but I'm looking forward to, and I hope that whoever wins this movie, this little prize here, will enjoy it. I, th I think they will. If they're fucking weirdos like us, they'll dig it. They'll yeah. dig it. Um, all that being said, uh, you mentioned all the places and ways to promote and support the show. Buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto. You can go there and tip us pretty much. Uh, Patreon.com slash Steve Crypto. Go there and pledge as low as a buck a month and get some exclusive stuff. Some uh get first look at some things. Uh we're gonna really try to get more out on there to make it worth make it worth the while. But for now we just want to grow that audience too along with this one. Yeah, I think everybody can kind of agree that like the end of the year has a lot of uh a lot of pressure, you know, maybe some expectations. Do you need to people. use the bathroom? <laughs> Not that kind of pressure. Oh, okay. Um, but a lot of pressure, expectations, and and just um a lot of different things to do, you know, in in December, especially. Um, so you know, we uh we've had to get through our own personal things and 
you know, work related things and, and whatnot. Um, it's a new year. And, and so, uh, hopefully we will be churning out more content now that we're kind of, um, past some of the, the holiday, the bullshit. Yeah. The holiday expectations, as I was saying. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, definitely work on that, but, uh, don't forget, go nominate Stephen Crypto Show for the Rondo Awards. T A R A C O at AOL.com. That's the email address. Send my message. Say I nominate my third favorite podcast, the Stephen Crypto Show. And uh be sure to leave us a review and rating if applicable on whatever uh site or app you stream your podcast on. And if you can't, just post post on your your facebook wall or something like i listen to this podcast and here's how i feel about them and you should go listen and of course be sure to tag us and everything and uh we'll definitely show our gratitude in some way yep we Spread won't do nothing around. weird we won't do nothing weird to show our gratitude <laughs> no no but um we appreciate you guys that are listening um just as Steve said, spread the word, share the show with your friends that are into horror and pop culture talk and uh, just help us keep growing. We're two years in. We've been having fun with it. Don't don't limit it to your friends, but yeah, <laughs> tell that fucking dickhead neighbor that you don't like. Be like, you know what? Fuck you, pal. Listen to Steve and Crypto show. <laughs> or something i don't know anyways anyways i think this the end of this week's episode um kicking off 2023 that's crazy yeah uh, i guess uh happy new year everybody happy new I, year i i got a quick question before we do close how, how how long are you supposed to tell people happy new year for do you give it like a week week and a half yeah that sounds yeah. about right yeah all right yeah. So I'm fucking done. I'm not telling anybody else Happy New Year. You guys are, are it's my last Happy New Year. Happy New Year, motherfuckers. We'll see you guys next weekend. All right. Happy New Year. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>